Hey, welcome back. It's Todd Johnson from the podcast series Winning with Todd Johnson. We are into season two, and this will be episode two. Thank you for joining me. So let me get started and right to the point. I wanted to say thank you for all the awesome comments we got from um, the last episode, which would have been episode one of season two with my awesome guest, Erica White. We're so appreciative uh, that many took the time out, uh, be it from Instagram or Facebook, to watch uh, what was said about what to do when it doesn't make sense. Now, if you guys can recall uh, what brought this podcast all about, prior to us having cameras here, we were going strictly with the audio, and I gave a little bit of groundwork as to how this all happened. So there were four core attributes that I learned at my parents' carryout stores when I was probably from the age of seven up until the age of 18 years of age. I'm the youngest of three. I was the one he chose with him to go work um, on the weekends and sometimes on Friday evenings and I learned so much. But here's what I learned. Uh, four core attributes, serving other people, compassion, having passion, and having the will to win. These are four core attributes that I've utilized for 23 years that allowed for me to become number one in the country with different Fortune 500 companies, as well as top 5% with one Fortune 500 company in pharmaceutical sales. And I would be remiss if I didn't give my dad uh, a lot of accolades because he taught me at a very young age that this is how you win, by serving others. So let me say this also. This podcast series, Winning with Todd Johnson, can be heard on Google Podcasts, Apple, Apple Podcasts as well, uh, Anchor as well as Spotify. So when you listen to it, please make comments about what you learn uh, from the series we're going to be going through in this series, Winning with Todd Johnson. So let's dive right into it. The last time I had my guest, Erica White, on the podcast series of show, uh, we were talking about the overarching theme, and that basically was uh, real-time, real sales, but we were speaking specifically about what to do when it doesn't make sense real time. And so it's because what you'll see happen if you're in sales of any type of, of uh, area, you'll see you'll get goals, you'll run into people, you'll have opposition that just doesn't make sense. So my mantra, as I said before in the last episode, uh, the first episode to be exact, of what I do, I understand whose image I made in. So that makes me feel literally uh, unstoppable, right? So I love what I do. So in my mind, I am one of the best in the world and doing what I'm doing. Now, stick with me. That's not being arrogant. It's just that I know who I am. So because I know who I am, I believe that I'm unstoppable and I have a track record to prove it. So here's what I mean by that. I mentioned earlier that my, my parents owned two successful carryouts. And one of the things my father always had me focus on was serving other people. And that bled, that has to this day bled over to me being successful right as I speak to you right now. So do you know that in my current company right now, I've escalated up by 200 points in my division or 200 spots, you should say, in my division. And that's not by circumstance or chance. That's by understanding the importance of serving other people. Here's my example of what that looks like. There was a time, and I gave this example on the audio proportion of Winning with Todd Johnson, where I was called to a particular office from a provider because uh, there was a need uh, for a patient. I, in particular, had 
the product at this time that this patient needed. So I'm going south, <laughs> down south uh, on 75, and I get to my destination. And prior to me getting inside of uh, the building, which the physician was in, uh, I run into this patient who makes comments or make, makes a comment uh, that was flat out racist. Um, and so it is what it is. And so we had this little short dialogue and he had his daughter with him, or at least I think it was his daughter with him. And, um, I get inside the actual facility and I'm waiting to see the, um, uh, physician. And, uh, quite frankly, so was that actual patient that made that comment to me in the parking lot. Uh, we get inside, we're all seated. You have to check in and whatnot. I have to sign in. He's signing and checking with the admin to be able to get back to the center to see the physician. And so uh, we're, we're there, we're sitting down. He gets called back and probably another 15 minutes, uh, the doc is ready, to, the physician is ready to see me. I get back there. Wouldn't you know it, lo and behold, the physician has that same patient that made the comments to me he's seen. And here's the part where it gets really, really, for me, awesome, I should say. I had the actual sample that that patient needed so the physician is calling me up to the counter and the patient's coming out of the room. He says to that same patient, I want to introduce you to the, the guy to help save the day for you and me. And it was me. The importance of serving others cannot be underestimated. And here's the caveat to all that. You serving other people, we're talking real time in sales now. It should not be predicated upon how others treat you. Now, see, you have to have thick skins in my profession, right? We don't enter into this profession, at least I didn't, um, to, it wasn't all about me. It was about serving other people. So here's what I found out in my tenure in sales. It doesn't really matter how you feel on that day, right? It matters for you to complete that objective for that day. On the first episode, I had mentioned that uh, I know whose image I'm treated in. So I have to do things differently. I just can't function mamsy-pamsy around without any direction or without any objectives for that day. I understand in real time in sales what my objectives, objectives are. So what does that do? That differentiates me from everyone else in the playing field. You see, I firmly believe that there are others, but I don't think I really have any competition. My only competition is myself, right? And that's how I gauge. Now, I look at others. I read a lot. I look at others to see how they're doing. But when I really want to ratchet up, I just remember whose image that I'm made in, right? And I focus on that. Now, I know my product. I know my information code. I know it in my sleep. But that's not what gives me the edge. Me wanting to serve other people differentiates me from every other competitor that's out there selling against me. You see, when you serve other people, that puts you in a class all along by yourself. Understanding that what you're offering to people has the potential to change their circumstances. It has the difference, it can make a difference in their quality of life. See, this is what trips my trigger, if I can use that terminology knowing that no one should be able to outserve me at what I'm doing. 
And so here's my question for you. If you're really considering or and want to enhance your skill set in sales, ask yourself, that: why do you want to do what you do? Why are you doing what you're doing? Right. That's important. So the serving part comes in because no one can serve like I can serve. Now, you and I both know that there are certain things that we do that's extraordinary that only we can do. And so here's my challenge to you. Do you understand how important it is for you to serve like you serve? We're talking about one of the core attributes of being successful, winning with Todd Johnson. And one of those core attributes was learning how to serve. I gave an example a while ago, um, initially on the podcast, winning with Todd Johnson. When you're serving, it should be in a manner where it's not tit for tat or I do this and you do this for me. That's the wrong motive, right? Serving should be genuine. You're there to serve. I, I mean, I firmly believe in the principles of serving leadership and I embrace those. And here's another example of, of what I mean by that. This was a company that I was number one in the country with. Uh, did really, really well, won a trip to Hawaii or whatever, my wife and myself. But I can recall prior to that, we had a meeting. It was like a meeting, I think it was in Las Vegas or maybe it was in Sacramento. I think Sacramento, California with the company, like a national meeting. And I remember us all being around at the table and we have this regional brand director at the table and they're passing the mic around and he's asking people to uh, describe what you're doing or what you're going to do differently to become a better sales consultant. And everyone around the table is talking about, I'm going to hold the physician more accountable. I'm going to take control of the conversation. I'm going to understand my product clinically, which some of this has merit to it, but it gets the mic to me. Now we're passing the mic around and this is right after I had found out, uh, actually I said, yeah, it was when I knew I was kind of number one, I was doing really, really well. I get the mic. He says, so, so Todd, what are you going to do? Cause he, we had name tags on. I said, I'm going to learn how to serve better. He says, wait a minute. What do you mean serve better? I goes, like I said, he says, I'm doing really, really well because I understand the concept of serving other people. I understand that, you know, the provider can see probably 18 other representatives beside myself, but why does he see me? Why do they make it a point to bring me in the back door or when they're sure they're not doing in services, Todd can come back or the physician will call me because I learned the importance of serving other people. So Back to the conversation, he goes, well, what do you mean by it? He goes, well, I'm going to become a better servant to uh, not just the actual uh, physician, but the actual staff in that place. And to the life of me, I don't know why he was so, so flabbergasted with that. I mean, he literally said, well, explain more. And I started to expound more about what the importance of, of serving other people and how it benefited uh, me. If I serve enough, then eventually it's going to benefit me. And I must have had that mic probably for 15 minutes while others had the mic for five minutes. And that caused contention within itself because I can see the looks on her face as if to say, who does he think he, this is? This is if you want to be number one, this is what you're going to have to deal with. People were looking at me as if, if to say, who do you think you are? And I'm thinking I'm no one. I'm just serving. I'm serving better than everyone at this table. And quite frankly, that's why I'm going to be number one next year. Again, now I think I was number two that year, but I was number one for the the first year, but number two the following year. Um, so, but the bottom line is this: serving will propel you in a direction 
where you can't be touched. So serving oftentimes, so we've looked at the fact that it's uh, knowing why while you're serving, right? And serving should not be done in a, a tit for a tat type of manner. That's the exact opposite of serving. The whole purpose of you serving with what you have to offer is going to differentiate you from all others. You see, serving has a way of drawing. It's magnetic. It will draw people to you. I'm telling you, I know what I'm talking about. It will make people remember you. And in professional selling, this is what we need. This is what allows for you to be able to get that time that you need to be able to talk about the efficacy or the benefit of what you have to offer. And understanding that the way the world has changed now, there's so many people that are competing in different uh, um, you know, manners, whether it's from uh, telezoom medicine, whether it's from uh, uh, FaceTime medicine. It's, I've seen so much where it's giving uh, the actual provider more time um, so he or she does not have to have the face time with you. So we are really in a, a scenario where we really, really, really need that time. And to get that time, I'm sharing with you what you have to do to secure that time. Serving, serving, serving. So you have to really ask yourself why you're doing what you're doing. And remember this, uh, sales, professional sales, it's not fair. You have to embrace that. It was never meant to be fair. At least so I've been in geographies or areas where I've competed against mega institutions where I didn't have the center of excellence, that type of thing. But these are the centers that I'm competing against my colleagues. I'm beating. I'm winning. And I didn't have uh, the center of excellence that, would, I mean, that specializes in whether it's uh, neurology or uh, whether it's uh, Alzheimer's or Parkinson's. But every time... I was in that disease state or had a product in that disease state. I always won. I always won. And I remember, my, this is regressing now. I remember one of my managers asking me outside. Now, before I gave you the example, when I was with uh, the regional vice president, brand director, whatever his title was. But I'm regressing, talking about my district manager asking me, so what are you doing to be able to have consistent wins and at the time, I really couldn't peg it. This is years ago. And um, I just knew that I like to make a difference with people. I just knew that it made me feel a certain way when I can offer a service to someone in my own way. So I wanted to leave them with something that said Todd when I wasn't there. And what that basically means is that they can associate me or what I'm offering, right, to my brand. And quite frankly, that's been phenomenal for me. So when the provider is not seeing me, he remembers the service I offer. So the patient comes in, and if my product is the best in regards to the efficacy, helping patient uh, recover or having a more, uh, how should we say it, less, uh, less side effects, uh, if it helps to get the patient to the goal, the physician goal, the physician's goal, I should say, then he or she's going to choose my product. But that all starts first with them remembering me. And we're back at it again. How do they remember me? That's because I've learned the importance of serving. 
other people. I can't tell you the, the amount of times I've seen where um, other representatives have had uh, the notion to want to not serve and it comes across horribly. I can recall a time there was, <laughs> this is the funny one, true, and all these stories uh, on this podcast series, William of Todd Johnson, are true, 100% verifiable and true, but I just have to switch the names around. I can recall we were in a small town out east, and I took my colleague in with me, and I was kind of reluctant initially about uh, taking uh, that colleague in because I just kind of knew, I knew the the the, uh, the provider, the nurse practitioner was just smart as, I mean, she was she was a brilliant mind, and uh, I knew her personality, and I knew his personality, so I went out to my vehicle to get more information to bring back clinical study. That's what it was—a clinical study. Brought it back in. And I had gotten back and I can recall what he did. Uh, he asked this very, very important nurse practitioner, why aren't you using the product more? Don't you know about the efficacy of this product and how safe it is and how available it is? Available it is. It was like time stop. She looked at me and then looked at him. She took her hand, her finger, I should say. She pointed it at him and said, who are you and why should I listen to you in the first place? Now, I would like to think that I interjected right away, but I didn't. I just, it was awkward. And I kind of liked the awkwardness because I think he needed that. And so I, at that point, I said, hey, listen, we're so sorry. Notice I said, we are so sorry when in fact he did it. We are so sorry. Uh, we didn't mean to come across as being um, the, the provider. We just wanted to see where you were and utilizing this brand as an option for this particular patient type. Please forgive us. She goes, Todd, it's not you. It was him. I said, yeah, but I'm, we're partners. So we get outside. <laughs> we get outside. The door is closed. He goes, man, I don't know what, what her problem was. I say, are you serious? Her problem, I goes, you can't do things this way. I mean, you're not, you just showed all you cared about was yourself. You didn't have the mentality of helping serve her goals to meet her patient's goals. And this is what I mean about it coming across as not being contrite and not sincere because providers, for anyone for that matter, that's able to be picked up on so quickly. And what that does, that stops you in the process of, of moving to the next part of the selling um, uh, process. So this serving is something you're going to get very familiar with listening to this podcast because I firmly believe even to this day that's allowed for me to experience a total amount of success as it did in the old. So just understand that serving is something that it's almost like a lost art, right? People talk about it. People read about it. But it's really hard to to, to find a person or a service that's always consistent with offering that, right? Whether it's a bad day or whether it's a good day, whether it's a short day or whether it's a long day, if you're consistent with serving other people, then eventually what happens, that breaks down barriers for you, that differentiates you from everyone else, and that positions you to be in positions that others can never get you. I mentioned earlier to you uh, that, I don't have to wait like uh, an average sales consultant does. I don't have to. 
I can go places, uh, just like some I'm certain a lot of other sales representatives can. I can go to places that are off limits to a lot of people. I can see providers that a lot of uh, representatives can't see. And it's all predicated. You know what I had a physician tell me one time? He goes, man, you, you, you seem so sincere with, with what you're offering. So I always want to see you. I'll always see you. Now, here's the problem with that. You have to kind of know how to handle that because uh, oftentimes that can get providers behind. And see, it's just not the actual providers we're talking about serving. It's the others around them, i.e. the nurses, the, the MAs, the administrators, the office managers. So uh, let me, while I'm here, let me talk about that a little bit. You need, it's important to not, just not serve the actual provider or the person you think that uh, that's in control uh, but it's the others around that person. So what I'm suggesting and saying, serving others means others. And that basically means anyone you come in contact with in that office, you have to treat them like they deserve to be treated. And that's with your best. You give them the best. You talk to them uh, with your best ability. You offer the best to them. And it trickles down. I mean, when I say number one, I'm not talking about number one out of 150 people. I'm talking about number one out of 1,500 people. Number one out of 2,300 people. Top 5% out of like 3,000 people. So it does have its merit. So my call to action for you is how are you serving other people? Now think about that for a moment. If you had to gauge where you are at, in your selling profession, whether you're, um, if you don't necessarily have to be in sales, although this is a winning with Todd Johnson podcast. It talks about the benefits of the four core attributes of winning in sales. You could be a fireman. You could be uh, a teacher. You could be a plumber. How are you serving other people? Or is, is there something about you that makes people want to see you come more than you leaving? That's a real question you have to ask yourself. So my call to action for you today on this second podcast series, season two, Winning with Todd Johnson, how is your serving ability? If you had to gauge how you have served over the last week, where would it be? Now, be honest with yourself, because this is part of the way to get better and to earn your position at being number one. That's your goal. I mean, my goal is always to be one of the best in the world. Right. So that's what I'm always striving to. So every day I leave my home and I'm thinking I'm weird like this. How can I be the best in the world? What am I doing right now this second that separates me from the other 5000 people out here? So that's how I approach it. So my question, my call to action for you today, listeners of the podcast series, winning with Todd Johnson. How's your serving gauge? Where are you at? Good question, huh? So as we begin to think about that. Um, we can always find ways to improve or to get better at our craft, at our art, if you're sincere about doing it. Walk this out with me on the podcast series, Winning with Todd Johnson. You'll see that what I'm saying, you'll be able to see measurable results, right? So you just, I'm just not saying this to say what I'm saying. I'm saying this to let you know, this is what I've been using to win with. <laughs> and I'm, I kind of find it kind of hard to believe that when I share this with people, they, they, some just don't get it. They seem to think I'm doing something magical. I'm, 
on the back end, and it's just not so. I have mastered the art of serving other people. So at the age of seven, I was dusting off shelves, um, dusting off shelves as well as dusting off canned goods in the store. And I can recall my father uh, really stressing to me, you know, that everyone that darkens or walks through this door, you treat them as if they were the, your only customer in the world. And that stuck with me. And that's how I interact with my physicians. When, you're, when we're interacting or the nurses, no one else matters but you. And that, I learned that in a store, in a carryout store. At the height of that carryout store, he probably had 25 to 30 full-time employees. And I can remember watching or stressing to him or him stressing to them that everyone that comes in the store is important. And so, in fact, initially we had one carryout, but we did so well that he was able to put the, I wouldn't say put him out of business, but he was able to capitalize off of what he offered. And that, I tell you, was the way he served other people. So we brought the other convenience store, convenience store, which is down the way from uh, the, the major store we had, the convenience store, and it was basically based upon him. Even to this day, my father has a servant's heart, and this is what differentiated him way back, way back then. But I can recall me seeing people from all spectrums of life, from multi-millionaires coming into convenience stores, uh, store to people who were drank a lot or involved with you name it I saw them and I interacted with them and so quite frankly I know how to interact and work with anyone and that's another key of being or having a servant's heart you're able to work with everyone you don't judge people based upon what you see you judge them or not judge them at all you offer them your service and you offer them the best service you can offer them, and that will break down all type of barriers, regardless of how they may look, smell, think. If you focus on what you have to offer and not focus on what they're offering you, whether it's good or bad or indifferent, this allows for you to have a, a, a solace of consistency, and that's the best type of service you can ever, ever offer anyone. So I said it earlier, uh, this profession or selling in general, it's not fair. And if you really want to win in this profession, you have to embrace the fact that it's not going to be fair. Who, who cares if it's fair? Your goal is to win, right? So that's my philosophy throughout every time the goals increase or every time I lose a provider or every time uh, someone gets taken out of my territory. So what? What does it have to do with me winning? And that makes me have a fortitude that's undeniably uh, winning. It's a winning fortitude, if I can use that. So just understand that embracing the fact that we're called to serve, right? It's not going to be fair. But remember, we don't care about it being fair because we have a tool or an attribute that allows you to break down barriers, and that's serving other people. Say, hey, listen, I'm Todd Johnson from the podcast series Winning with Todd Johnson. This podcast can be heard on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Anchor, as well as Spotify. It can be seen on Facebook, can be seen on IG, Instagram. Just know this is a journey we're just beginning together, and I'm excited because what I'm sharing with you um, up until this point, 
Uh, it's never been, and not in this order for me. It's never been shared before. That's serving other people, right? Having compassion, being passionate, and having the will to win. These are all four attributes that's keeping me in the winner's circle. And I'll tell you about how that works out on the next podcast series with Todd John. Some of the things that are materialistic things that I won that have just been like uh, really, really cool. Like one time I won a, it was a $5,000 shopping spree to Nordstrom's. And, and, and that's all from just serving other people. Um, and I was able to serve my daughters and my wife with that one because I got, I think I got a couple belts out of the deal and a couple, some new socks. But it is what it is. I have a servant heart. So, hey, listen, until next time, this is Todd Johnson from the podcast series, Winning with Todd Johnson. Please tune in. And if you like this so much, share it with others because we all went together. Until the next time, I'm Todd Johnson, your host of the podcast series, saying bye for now.